What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode four of the Honey Dip Podcast. I'm Seth, um, for those of you who don't know. Wow, today is Sunday, the day before I'm putting it out. I was going to put this out. I actually had a whole other thing recorded days ago, but a lot has happened in those few days, so I just thought I'd restart. All right, so where do we get started? Okay. <laughs> oh, holy shit, guys. I'm so tired of TikTok toying with me. So, mm, that was kind of like a nice alliteration, TikTok toying with me. That was fun. That was the writer in me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my account was restored again for the second time. It was banned again and now subsequently restored again. Um, first of all, thank you guys so much who sent in support tickets, who emailed them, um, who harassed the shit out of them to get it restored. I had no hope whatsoever of getting this one restored. So I was just like, I like had accepted it. Whatever. I'm like, my account's gone. It is what it is. Um, and then someone sent me a DM on Instagram around like, I think it was like two 30 in the morning here. Um, they're like, Hey, your account's back. And I got in and it was back. Um, however, I went to post something saying like, Hey, I'm back. Ha ha ha. Like something silly. And it said, you were temporarily blocked from posting until like December 27th. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Like who, who is it at TikTok? Who, who is it? that is toying with me hmm? who is fucking with me um anyway no nah, it's just so cool that it, it you know got restored again so with that being said now tiktok is the application where i have the biggest following i have 277,000 followers on that app um and honestly i really want to keep that you know, I'm trying to do something really good for the world and, you know, open up dialogue for certain things and trying to, you know, spread positivity, joy, love, kindness, all the all these good things. So I do really, really want to keep that. And um, so my content is going to be toned down a lot on that app. Um, you know, I'm just going to do like a, a lot of fashion things and um, I'm going to post like podcast clips on there. I posted a pos- podcast clip on my backup account uh, with my mom calling me on the last episode and it got like an amazing response. So I'm going to like post stuff like that and, um, you know, more TikTok friendly content. Um, I think I think what got bad me again, I got real ballsy and I posted a wax play ASMR. <laughs> that, was, that was my fault. I was being I was being an idiot. Um, but don't worry, don't worry. I have multiple platforms that I could post other things on. So like TikTok is going to be like fashion, podcast, drums. Okay. That's going to be that. Twitter. Twitter. I have been having a fucking field day on dude. I love Twitter, man. I can say whatever I want. I could post whatever I want. They don't ban me. Um, which is really exciting. So if you are not following me on Twitter um, and you enjoy my content, I suggest you go uh, do that. <laughs> Twitter is fun, man. I'm having a great time on Twitter. Um, I can't believe I, that's not the app I've been using this whole time. Twitter remains the superior social media. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who follow me on Twitter, I'm sure my entire or your entire Twitter feed is me. Uh, and I do not apologize for it. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Seth Donchus, just my first and last name. Um, it'll be in the description below too, so you can you know go check that out. Uh, Instagram is more so just like photo shoot pictures, uh, stuff like that. You know, I I do I've always liked Instagram, even though they're getting incredibly strict with their with their stuff too. I noticed. Um, a lot of accounts are getting removed on Twitter too. There's this uh, creator I follow, and she had 419,000 followers. And I like went to check up on her page the other day because I hadn't seen her post in a while. I'm like, huh? Like, I wonder. And um, I found like this account of like 8,000 followers, and like her bio said like removed at 419,000. I'm like, holy shit. So yeah, TikTok and um, Instagram are incredibly strict. So we gotta watch what we post there. So, what else, man? What else? I hope everyone had a very, very nice holiday. Um, I celebrate Christmas, but I know a lot of people other, you know, celebrate other things. So, whatever you celebrate, I hope it was wonderful. I hope you had a beautiful day. I hope um, you were you were safe. I hope some of you got to see your family. You know, if that's what you did, or if it was like low key, just by yourself. Like, I just I hope it was a beautiful day for you. Um, I was very fortunate and I got to see my grandparents who I've not seen in months. I have not seen them in months and I was just incredibly, incredibly excited to see them. And, you know, we had our masks on, of course, and we were socially distanced, but um, I'm, I'm very, very happy. I got to see them and celebrate with them and give them gifts. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I had a beautiful holiday. It was so fun. Um, I enjoy getting gifts for people. Um, and giving them to them. And I see, I am someone, I I don't wait till Christmas. Like I, (laughs) I give gifts like as soon as I buy them. However, I did not give them, get them as soon as I, you know, bought them this time, but still, um, for my dad and my stepmom, I, uh, I gave them to them on the 23rd. I was like, that's it. You guys are getting it. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, yeah, so on Christmas Eve, we do, my brother and I do Christmas with my, my dad and my stepmom, and then Christmas morning, we do Christmas with my mom. Um, and then Christmas Eve night, I got to my mom's, and I'm like, you're getting your gifts now. Like, I'm sorry, you know. Here's your Chanel Mademoiselle perfume that she loves. She loves that perfume, so I got that for her. You know, got her a nice coat, fuzzy sock, all this good stuff. You know, I really like to spoil the people I love. Honestly, though, Fun fact about me, uh, it's weird. I don't like, I mean, I I, I appreciate it and I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't really love getting gifts. I like being the one who gives the gifts, you know, but I understand like, uh, you know, obviously people, you know, want to give me gifts and I'm I'm very, very grateful for that, which is like, um, that can also bleed into how I am sexually. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this. Um, I like (laughs) family. If you're listening to this, you can just turn it off now or not. It's cool. I'm 24. I don't give a fuck. So I like, like going down on a girl without getting anything in return. Like I don't need anything at all. Like 
I'm, I'm, I mean that. Like, I'm not just bullshitting you. Like, and you can literally ask anyone who I've ever been with. Um, I can do that and not expect anything in return. I'm totally cool with it. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the first or the one of the first times I ever hung out with my ex-girlfriend. I hope she doesn't mind that I'm telling the story. I don't even know if she watches this. So, we'll see. Um, the second time I hung out with my ex-girlfriend, um, you know, I just, like, I went down on her. And then it was, like, 2.30 in the morning. And then, like, finished up, you know, she uh, finished a couple times. And then I was like, all right, cool. I got work in the morning, so I'll talk to you. And then she's like, what? You don't want anything? I'm like, no, we're cool. We're good. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, yeah, that's just how I am. I just like giving and... I don't know. I just like giving, 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 like, and I just don't expect anything in return. But I am very, very grateful when things are reciprocated. It is a very nice sentiment, and I appreciate it a lot. So, yeah, there's that. Um, what else? Yeah, man, this week was crazy with work, you know, because of the holiday and everything. But, yeah, I hope you guys you, you guys had a wonderful holiday. Um, got a lot of cool things coming up. A lot of cool things. So... I'm not going to get too much into that because I want it to be more of a surprise. But for those of you who follow me on Twitter, you guys know what those things are. Pretty much. I mean, and that's not everything that's coming up, but like, you know, some stuff's on there. This episode, I, I, I bought, I, um, I spent a lot of time. Why did I almost say bought? I was probably thinking of shopping or some shit. I spent a lot of time last episode, you know, talking about TikTok and how they need to revamp their guidelines and, and talking about creators who... Um, do some pretty terrible things and get to keep their blue check mark and everything. So this episode, I'm going to focus a lot of my attention on the questions. Um, you know, so I think what we're like nine minutes in. So like, I'm going to spend a lot of time answering questions from you guys because like you guys do send in a ton of questions and I really appreciate that. And I'd like to focus a lot of attention on that to you guys, you know, to get to as many questions. So we're going to start with Jesse Gardner. Second time asking. Beautiful. Okay. Dear Seth, my name is Jesse, emailing from Kansas. Ooh, we're not in Kansas anymore. Fun fact, um, I do not like The Wizard of Oz. Don't don't come for me. I, I just, you know, I know it's a classic. I just don't enjoy that movie. I got to say, congrats on kicking the last bit of 2020 in the ass. Thank you. Your accomplishments are phenomenal. You have so much support for everything you do. And I know you hear it a lot lately, but I want you to know how important you have become to me, even though I'll never likely meet you or have the privilege to be romanced by you. <laughs> I want to say thanks for helping me understand more about the type of person I'd like to be with in my future. You set the bar exceedingly high. Thank you. Your vocabulary in this was incredible. I enjoyed that. Exceedingly. I like that word. I was wondering, if you tour again in the future, of course, once it's safe again, would you please consider coming to Lawrence, Kansas? I'm sure the Granada would love to host the Moondivers. So, I've actually played the Granada um, years ago. Um, it was a wonderful, wonderful venue. Now, I would love to tour again. I just actually posted a picture on Twitter of an old um, photo shot by my good friend Emma um, about how I like, I just want to play drums again, you know, on stage. You know, I, I play drums daily, but like I want to play on stage for a crowd again. 
I miss it so much. I miss playing on stage so fucking much. Now, the last show the Moondivers played was in Columbus, Ohio at um, the A&R Bar. It's attached to... It's above the basement and right next to Express Live. Now, that show was by far one of the best shows I've ever played in my life. There was about 600 people there. Um, It was a blast we had so much fun like you know the six of us were just loving life and mike our trumpet player man every time he has like a little trumpet solo in our one song called novocaine um the crowd goes fucking bananas and i remember how loud it was when he um went to that trumpet solo it was amazing it's just seeing everyone jump jumping up and down to our song peach you know it's just like that is a high like playing on stage is a high that can't be attained from anything else. It really can't. Like the greatest high I've ever had in my life is being on stage for hundreds of people. I've played, uh, I'm trying to remember a show where I've played for like a thousand plus people. Like it has happened and, you know, but only like once or twice. Um, so I can't even imagine how, like what it's like to play for an arena full of like 15 to 20,000 people. And yet, like, and then also like a festival where it's like 50,000 plus people. I, I, I could not even imagine that. And I, I really, I dream of the day where we get to do that. Um, and I just, I, I hope the world is safe again soon. Um, I miss playing shows so much and I really put so much time and effort into the music I make. Um, all, all, you know, the rest of the five guys do too. Um, we love what we do so much. We're the best of friends, all six of us. You know, we've been in the studio a lot lately. Um, we've been writing a lot lately, so we have a lot of fun stuff coming out. Um, you know, we're going to have, we got music videos in the works and we really just want to play again. And now like with this platform that I've been blessed to have, like, I love being able to promote that and see it kind of grow into something bigger than it was before which is really cool so thank you guys so much for supporting um you know my band my best friends and i it's it's really it's it's the coolest thing so hopefully we get to tour for you someday um and hopefully this gets to blow up into something huge because like i said on the last episode music is what i love to do the most that is you know i would trade anything in the world to have music be my career So thank you very much, Jesse. Great question. Hopefully we'll see you soon in Lawrence, Kansas. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. All right. Ope me again. Dude, I say ope all the time. (laughs) If I'm like walking by someone, I'm like, ope, sorry. Pardon me. Oops, pardon me. (laughs) It's like a Midwest thing, so you must be from the Midwest. All right, Kaylee Mannion. Hey, Seth, I absolutely love the podcast. It is giving me life. Your voice is so calm and soothing. Thank you, guys. For all of you who compliment my voice, too, that is very, very sweet. I'm glad you can listen to this and, and feel calm. I, I, I read someone um, was having, like, a panic attack and, like, listened to this and, and felt calm, which is re- it's amazing. I love that. Thank you very much. Now, Kaylee says, would you ever consider making merch? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So I absolutely want merch very soon. Um, 
you know, we're towards the end of 2020, so it's just, I don't see it coming out before 2021 because we haven't even have a design. We don't even have a design yet. So, um, I definitely want merch out early next year. Um, I think 2021 is going to be like, I have a, a really big plans for 2021. I want merch. I want my poetry book to come out. Um, I want it to be a big year for the moon divers. Um, hopefully we get verified on a couple apps and just keep that growing. You know, hopefully this podcast grows. Um, I just want to keep, you know, progressing. I never, ever, ever, ever want to regress. So merch is definitely, um, on top of the to-do list for next year. Um, my best friend Tyson, who I've mentioned a lot now, you know, my tattoo artist, um, I'm going to leave it to him to design the merch. Um, Actually, this, not this week, next week on January 5th, I'm going to be getting the official honey dip tattoo. I know I've been talking about that a lot, but I'm finally doing it. You know, I got uh, Mia from Pulp, Pulp Fiction my last session, and I was going to do the honey pot, but like I was exhausted after that, and so was he. So we just decided next time. So I'm leaving it to him to design the honey pot. I will be posting that if you are interested in also getting that design, you are more than welcome to. That'd be awesome, you know, because this is a very positive community that we have all, you know, created together. I'm not going to take, you know, credit for creating it because, you know, we're all in it together. So that design I would also like on hoodies, shirts, hats, whatever it is. You know, if you have things that you like to wear, um, send them to me like what kind of um, merch you'd like to see um, I know like obviously like hoodies shirts hats you know those are the you know the top three but like you know if you like I think beanies can be included in hats I don't know but if you like socks if you like um, I don't know belts whatever it is whatever it is send in send in your um, recommendations um, so yeah, merch, I definitely, I definitely want that very, very soon. I'm very excited for that. I need a sip of water, dude. Quench it. <clears throat> so yeah, hopefully that's out, uh, sometime early next year. Uh, maybe February, March, something maybe, or hopefully before springtime. So we'll see. Very soon. Honey dip merch. We'll do, we'll have merch with like just the honey pot. We'll have something that says the honey dip podcast. Um... We'll have something that says, I'm just happy to be here. I know a lot, like some people have mentioned like Mod Sun having his thing, like happy to be here. So I'm just going to look into his stuff. So make sure I'm not like, um, you know, taking that, you know, so we'll see. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Kaylee. Um, thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Mm, let's see, I already answered that one. <clears throat> All right. Oh, here we go. This is a fun one. Question from Gamer1. Hey Seth, after watching your podcast, I had a weird recommended video to watch and now I want to know. 
do you still rock that in sync tea? <laughs> oh, my love, Layla. So that video you probably saw was with um, a vlog with one of my ex-girlfriends who uh, went and saw Justin Timberlake with me. Um, yes, I do still have that NSYNC tee. I do. I love it. Um, uh, NSYNC is the very first musical entity that I ever loved. Um, and I obviously have followed Justin Timberlake for his entire career, you know, since NSYNC. Obviously, he was a part of, like, Mickey Mouse Club. And I was not even born when that was going on. But, um, yeah, I do still have that NSYNC tee. Um, and I wear it quite often. So <laughs> that's a really fun one. Thank you very much, Gamer1. Um, and you signed it, All My Love, Layla. Layla. Wow, that's a very, very, very pretty name. Thank you very much. I appreciate the question. Um, next podcast, I'll wear it. If I remember, of course, to wear it. But uh, thank you very much for that question. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. All righty. Next question is from Hope Chambers. Currently listening to your podcast on my way to work. I love it so far. A very bliss way to drive to work, listening to your voice. Mmm, bliss. That's a great word. Thank you very much, Hope. A question for your next one, hopefully. I just passed the part about how you dropped out of college. Currently struggling, struggling with that decision myself because I already work in my profession, so why do I need to continue? How are you so okay with your decision, Hope? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, so dropping out of college was easy for me because I don't enjoy doing things I'm not passionate about. I've never been passionate about school ever. Um, you know, I mean, all throughout, you know, middle school, high school, like I got good grades, you know, A's and B's. Um, but after, after high school, something like I, I was hitting my music pretty hard in my senior year of high school and then right out of high school. Um, I was playing so many shows on weekends and then like, I just wasn't focused on college at all. Like I had already enrolled, I got, you know, full scholarship, everything. Like I, I was set, good to go, but I wasn't focused on it. Like getting like classes ready or anything like that. I was playing shows. I was more focused on that. And then all of a sudden, before you knew it, it was, um, it was time. It was college. And then I remember going and sitting there at 8 a.m. in my one math class and I was just like I don't I don't want to be here like I, I genuinely do not want to be here and you know I was just always looking forward to shows on the weekends and I was not focused on my schoolwork at all um, and honestly like I had a horrible GPA in college horrible I would skip class I would not do the work just that was it you know, I hated it and I had horrible grades. You know, I did awful on tests because I didn't go to class. I didn't study like I, I did horrible in college. And then I was just like, you know, and then fortunately, you know, the, the you know, we signed a deal with an indie label. And then, you know, tours started coming in. And then I was, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done with college. This is the perfect way out. Um, and I did that for a few years and I did not go back and because, you know, I'm not going to spend money on something I don't even know I want to do. You know what I mean? I, I have no idea what I'd want to do. 
like honestly, I'm I'm not even kidding. If I could do this, if I could sit in front of a camera, talk into a mic, play drums, create content for certain websites and, and do this stuff, like that is what I'm most passionate about. It really is. I am most passionate about this stuff right here. I love, love, love more than anyone could imagine doing this stuff. It is so fun to me. So it, it's always been an easy decision to not go back to college. And it was an easy decision back then to drop out. Um, and you said currently struggling with that decision because you yourself already work in your profession. So why do I need to continue? I don't honestly, I mean, I'm me personally, I don't see any reason to continue. Um, I really don't if you're already in your profession, which is amazing. Congratulations to you. Um, I guess it's just like, you know, if you're, if you're passionate about what you do, then it like, then the decision is easy. You know what I mean? Like it was so easy for me to drop out of college and never go back. It's, it's just been so easy. And now college right now, it was a thought, uh, about a year ago, like maybe I should go back, but right now, no, Uh, it's doesn't cross my mind one bit. I mean, will I eventually get a degree? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know where life takes me. Like I try to take things one day at a time. I don't, a lot of people want you to think about your future. So many people are like, oh, man, like think about your future. But like, I don't want to. Like, I want to think about right now. Like, the future is not here yet. You know what I mean? And if I'm so worried about thinking about the future, then I miss what I actually have now. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just take it a day at a time. So I don't know where life's going to take me. But um, yeah, I hope, you know, you find what you want to do and you're certain and I hope it's is an easy decision for you as it was for me so thank you hope that's a wonderful question I'm wishing you the best I'm in your corner good luck with everything thank you for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day Ooh, I like this uh, subject line a question from my favorite tiktoker thank you that's that's crazy that's really cool I mean I know there's millions and millions and millions of um creators out there but it's so cool that i'm your favorite so i'm very honored thank you um shania barnes i hope i said that correctly you got me thinking of shania twain now Whoo! she was one of my first loves hi seth i hope you're doing well and staying safe i am doing very well and staying as safe as possible i hope you are too my question is do you like to read in your free time and if so what books are some of your favorites i'm always looking for suggestions sending all my love Ooh, this is a great question so I don't read as much now because I'm so like busy and I'm always going, going, going. Um, you know, sometimes when I work a full shift at H&M and then I just like I come home and then I start doing like, you know, content creating and like podcast stuff and all this stuff and networking. And, you know, I'm trying to get um, sponsors, sponsorships from brands now Um you know, just constantly working. So I don't have as much time to read. And by the, and by the end of that, I just, I'm ready to, for, to go to sleep. So I don't do as much reading now, but some of my favorite books, um, the last book I read was Man's Search for Meaning. Um, it was a book that my therapist had recommended um, because I, like I, I told her about like, how I just like, I'm not sure what I want to do with my life. I don't want to go back to school. Um, I'm not sure like where I'm at yet. And she's like, I recommend this book, Man's Search for Meaning. And I read it and it's about a gentleman um, who is a Holocaust survivor. And, you know, I mean, he has went through 
hell. And, you know, he found meaning in doing that. And it's a really, really beautiful book. It really is. It's incredible. Um, he just found all these things to be grateful for when he was dealing with that. And I was like, wow, like this is really um, insightful, eye-opening. It's a beautiful book. Um, so that's that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, the Four Loves by C.S. Lewis. Uh, it's a very, very interesting take on love. Um there are a lot of quotes in there. Actually, I'm going to read a quote from one of the um, from that book because it's one of my favorites. It's incredible. C.S. Lewis, Four Loves, quotes. It's like one of the most popular quotes, but rightfully so because it's beautiful. Um, I read this book years ago, and I annotated the whole thing. Because I, I had to. It was beautiful. Oh, okay, here we go. This is, this is amazing. I love this. Like, this is just mind-blowing. All right. To love it all is to be vulnerable. Love anything in your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. C.S. Lewis, The Four Loves. Now that quote, okay, I actually cried the first time I ever uh, read this quote specifically because I have a very, very difficult time of letting my, my guard down for people, uh, romantically. Um, I have a very, very difficult time of giving, like I, when I'm in a relationship, I give 150% to the person, but then I like, I'm so invested in it and like, I, I work so hard, but then there is a small part of me that is still like very skeptical about, you know, loving completely and wholly because I am, you know, I don't want my heart broken. So I'm like, it's very hard for my heart to be penetrated. It is. It's very difficult. Um, I have never been wholly dejected over a breakup because, you know, I, I, I distance myself in that way. It's, it's, it's a flaw of mine and I'm very, and I, I, I tell myself now, like, I will not get into another relationship until that part of me is gone, you know, um, because I want my heart to be, you know, I want it to be given to someone wholly. I don't want just a part of it. You know, I don't want them to have a part of it. I want to ha them to have the whole thing. And, you know, I don't know. It, it's tough, you know, and it says wrap it carefully around with hobbies and little luxuries. And that's what I do. I surround myself with the things I love and I don't focus on romance. Um, and says, lock it up safe in a casket or coffin of your selfishness. And I, and I do, I put it in this little box and I put it high up on the shelf that no one, um, where no one can reach it. I actually had a poem about that. I think, um, and it might take me a minute to find, so I'm not going to do that yet. But, um, it's tough. It, it's, it's, and I read this and in like, when I read like this quote for the first time, I'm like, I won't settle for someone until 
they are the ones who can remove this my heart out of this coffin or casket you know and not can fully give it to them my guards 100% down um so yeah I mean I, I love that book I love that quote it's amazing it's a very 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 interesting take on love so if you're into that um he's a Christian author so he does mention God a lot so if you're not into that you know I, I can totally understand but um it's it is a very interesting book um and actually at the time when I read this I was more um more agnostic atheist to be honest um so if that's any incentive yeah so I was <clears throat> you know in a weird place with um religion at that time when I read this book so that's definitely it's probably my favorite book of all time um either that or um what else do I like? Um, it's a Tim Burton book. It's uh, some about Oyster. I forget the title of it. Tim Burton. I know it's Oyster Boy. Some yeah. Okay, the melancholy death of Oyster Boy and other stories by Tim Burton. Um, I love it. I love that book so much. It's just really fun stories and like uh, the illustrations in it are super, super fun too. So yeah. That's a great question, Shania. I love that. Uh, thank you very much for asking. Um, now you want me to get back into reading. If you have any book recommendations, please send them my way. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. All right. Let's see here. Oops, I accidentally ex- exited out. So well, we got it back. We're good. I have a message from TikTok saying I got my account back. <laughs> That's in my email. That's funny. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. This one's from Laurel or Laurel Bassa or Bassa. I apologize if I butchered that. I'm going to go with Laurel. Okay. Hi, Seth. I want to say thanks for the advice from the first episode. I also need a little more advice. I very recently got out of an emotionally toxic relationship. Ooh, yeah, those suck. But I have a crush on someone I've been talking to since March. Woo! We're in December, too. Mm, That's nice. He's super sweet, incredibly kind, and cool. Should I tell him that I like him or just stay single for a while? Oh, fuck. This one's tough. Because you just got out of something incredibly toxic, and it's... You know, this ha- this happened to me. This happened to me two relationships ago. It was uh, it was it was not good, and then I got a- I got away from it, got out of it, and got into something new. And I shouldn't have because I rushed it. I rushed it. So, but you you say you've been talking since March. So it's not really rushing it. You guys are, what, March is the third month. We're in December. Yeah, you guys have been talking for like nine months. So, I mean, that's a whole pregnancy. So <laughs> you guys have been talking for all three trimesters. Um, so that's good. You're not rushing it. And you say he's super sweet, incredibly kind of cool. So, like, you definitely have got to know him, it seems like, which is what I didn't do. Um. And so that, that was my mistake. So, you know what, honestly, I'm, I'm going to say that you should tell him you like him a hundred percent. Like you definitely should. And you know what? Also, even if 
you guys have been talking since Thanksgiving, literally a month ago. If you like someone and if you feel that in your heart, like if something feels good in your heart, let it feel good to you. You know what I mean? And I need to take the, I need to take my own advice. Like I just read, like I, I keep my heart in like this little box and it's, you know, impenetrable. But if you, if something feels good to you, let it feel good to you. You know what I mean? If you're doing something you thoroughly enjoy, regardless if the world is telling you don't do it, do it. Obviously, <laughs> I say this before, it's funny, but it's also serious. If you're doing something harmful to yourself or to other people, um, and it feels good to you, like, don't, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm talking like the good things in life. Like if you, if you like someone and you feel it in your heart, like tell them life is too short to hold these things inside. And who knows, you know, something beautiful can come out of it. And if not, that's fine. You learned your lesson, you move on, you know, you keep moving forward. So I hope this helped Lorel. Um, I'm wishing you the best. I hope you too have a very fruitful and beautiful relationship if that's what it, um, you know, becomes. Um, and if not, I'm sure you're going to be just fine. So thank you very much. You seem like a very sweet person. Um, it seems like any guy would be lucky to have you. So thank you very much for asking that. Um, thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. This is fun. I'm no therapist, by the way. No way. All righty. Angela Jones. Hey, Seth. Hope you're having a great day. My name is Angela. I'm 25 and I'm from a small town in Tennessee. Oh, I like Tennessee. I just want to say thank you for sharing so much of yourself across all your different social media platforms. You have truly been a gift for a lot of people who need a distraction right now, myself included. Thank you very much. That is very sweet of you to say. I love seeing goofy soft boy Seth in the podcast and flipping the OnlyFans and hearing Dom Seth the great me. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's quite a dichotomy, isn't it? You're truly one of a kind and one of my favorite people on TikTok. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve all the love and support you are getting. My God. You guys are... I need to take a water. Take a drink. Take a water. (laughs) Take a drink of water. You guys are very sweet to me, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Anyway, here are my questions. Okay, so we have three here. I'm going to choose one, and it's clear what this one's going to be because I need to talk about this man. If you could have dinner with one celebrity artist or musician alive or dead, who would it be and why? Now, you all know, I'm about to say Justin Timberlake, because you know why? I want, (laughs) I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to manifest this. I want to meet Justin Timberlake and have a conversation with him. I'm not going to fanboy, even though I've been a fan for my whole life. Like, I genuinely think him and I would get along. I really do. I genuinely think Justin Timberlake and I would get along. And I'm going to manifest this. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm going to talk about this until it happens. And when it happens... Oh, my God. What if I had him on the podcast? Dude, holy shit. Justin Timberlake, if you see this, will you come on my podcast? I'll give you a place to stay. I'll pay for your Airbnb. I'll pay for your flight. Um, you're more than welcome to bring your wife, your children. It'd be great. I'll buy you dinner do the whole shit. You don't have to pay a cent. Okay. Just come on my podcast and we could talk. We could, we could drink, we could, you know, we could smoke, whatever you want to, whatever you're into, we could do whatever. If you're not into those things, that's cool. Whatever. We could do literally anything. Um, 
So yeah, if you see this, just share this with Justin Timberlake <laughs> till he uh, till he comes on my podcast or message me on Instagram or something. Um, I would have it with him because he is truly one of the most talented human beings I've ever seen in my life. He can do so many things. And outside of music too, like he's a, he's an athlete, he's a comedian, like he's so funny, he's so athletic, uh, I guess he's a scratch golfer, like phenomenal at golf, I've watched him uh, on a couple tournaments on TV, um, and he just seems like a great guy, like he really does, just seems like a genuinely nice human, I actually, um, when I was in New York City one time, I was at this restaurant, um, having some drinks with my, uh, my one friend, and right next to us was um, a music producer. We overheard him talking music. So we just like started, you know, bullshitting with him. And he was talking um, and he mentioned artists that he has worked with, such as Kanye West, Jay-Z, Beyonce, um, T.I., um, Eminem. Huge, huge, huge names. And like I was a little tipsy. So I was like, what? like what so I was actually like sitting right next to him and like I'm like what's your name again he told me um, I'm not gonna mention his name because like I just don't like I don't I don't know you know what that can you know tell so like anyway like I googled his name and I was like oh wow like he's legit he's Grammy nominated so I was like holy shit so I asked him I'm like listen you know you said you worked with like a lot of artists like have you ever worked with Justin Timberlake? He's like, I've never worked with Justin Timberlake, but I've been around Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, okay, I might, I'm like, I'm scared to ask because they say, don't meet your heroes. You know, you don't want to find out that they're a complete dick. So I asked him, I'm like, okay, like, is he a good guy? And this, and this gentleman said like, he is one of the nicest, most professional artists that he's ever met. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I was so excited when I heard that. Um, so I have it, you know, some pretty credible, um, you know, credible source that he is a good guy. So um, I'd love to just sit down, have dinner with him, talk about life, talk about music, um, influences, all this stuff. I think it'd be so fun. So Justin Timberlake, let's... Uh, Let's go grab dinner sometime. I'll buy it. Even though you make hundreds of millions more dollars than I do, I'll still buy your dinner because you are the shit, my man. Um, and he, like, his influ- he's been the, like, he's the reason why I do music today. He's the reason, I mean, for crying out loud, like, you see these, like, suit jacket? You know, the 2020 era is the most riveting era in my life. Back in 2013, I was 16 years old. It was the first record I ever bought for my car. Um, I had just started driving. I started driving in 2012, um, late 2012, and then early 2013 is when the part one of 2020 experience came out. And, you know, just listened to it, and it was amazing. It just it changed my life. It really, really did. Um, musically, um, fashion-wise, sexually, honestly, like that music, just ex- or that uh, record just exudes sex, and I was like, you know what? Listening to it, at 16 years old, I'm like, I want to be a sex god, for sure. So yeah, it would be uh, it'd be him for sure. Angela, that's a great question. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Mm-mm-mm.
Let's see here. All right, Elizabeth Ann. Seth, I very much enjoyed hearing you talk about your personality type in your last podcast. Years ago, I found out my type is INFJ. Ooh, close to me. My results are quite spot on because I currently work with assault survivors as an actual advocate. Wow, that is very, that's a very admirable job. Here's to you. That's awesome. You create a very open and safe space for your community without fear of shame or judgment. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that is why I enjoy your content slash personality. Thank you for all that you do, and thank you for being the good human that so many people need. Dude. <laughs> Fuck, man. That's making me emotional. I'm serious. Stay well, and much love to you, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, thank <laughs> Sorry. Dude, fuck. That's my cancer moon. I'm emotional as fuck. <clears throat> wow. <sighs> thank you, Elizabeth. Very much. Thanks for making me uh, choke up a little bit. All right. So we have non-kink and kink questions here. So mm, we have four of them. Hmm. God. These are all good. I like the question, if you could relive one moment in your life, what would it be and why? That, But that's a tough one because I've had a lot of notable moments. So... I don't know if I'll be able to answer that one accurately. So we'll go with the kink. Oh, okay. Let's see here. What made you want to do erotic ASMR? Mm, okay. So over the course of my life, um, a lot of people have commented on my voice, either being very soothing, um, like in this sense, like in a, just like a talking sense, they, they mention it being very soothing. Um, I have read things to people to help their anxiety um which is very very nice but also people <laughs> have said that when it gets more aggressive when it gets more sexual that my voice is very hot um and it's a it's a big turn on for them which is which is very very nice of them to say which is very cool so um i just started talking sexually <laughs> and posting it um and i i love it i really enjoy making erotic asmr i i like it's honestly one of my favorite things i i thoroughly enjoy putting it together you know when i started doing it it was just um it was just on my voice memos on my phone so it wasn't you know high quality it wasn't you know sound effects heavy it was just simply on my phone um and then recently i started i i, I downloaded an audio software where I could pull clips from the internet of like sound effects. Um, I could uh, adjust the EQ, all the, all this good stuff. And my ASMRs have really, really grown. Um, so I'm very, very thankful for that. And I, and I love doing it. And the response on them are, is immaculate. Um, I try to stay true to who I am with ASMRs. I know a lot of people have requested certain things you know, ASMR wise, but like, I, I won't do certain things because like, I, I definitely want it to be authentic to me. I want to do it. I want it to be something that I would either do or have already done. Um, the most recent one I did was meeting up with an OnlyFans subscriber. It's 54 minutes long. It took me about seven hours to make. Um, and I, I had so much fun. I was up till five thirty in the morning making it on, um, 
December third, December twenty third, going into the twenty fourth. I was <laughs> I was up all night because like I just don't stop. Like when I have my mindset to something, I have to do it. I have to complete it. Like I I there was a moment there around like three thirty in the morning where I was like, okay, like I have these sections left to do. I'm really tired, but I'm like I gotta fucking finish this. I'm so close. Like I I can do this. So I I, I love doing it. The response on it is amazing. I'm going to be doing another one here soon. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. Maybe something with the library. Because I know a lot of people, I posted the library one on my TikTok. And so many people were like, dude, this is hot. And I'm like, okay. All right. So maybe I'll do like a full library one. You know, being quiet. You know, the exhibitionism. Um, But honestly, you know, the question is what made you want to do it? It was just simply... Um, people telling me that my voice is sexy (laughs) and I was like okay we'll do something with it so Elizabeth uh, thank you for the questions Um, thank you for listening thank you for the wonderful uh, words Um, and have a great rest of your day all righty we have podcast questions slash advice from L E-L-L-E. All right. I don't know if you've ever struggled with anxiety or anything like it, but I could really use some advice here. I have struggled with anxiety since I was around 11 or 12, but it's worse now because I'm in college and I'm 20 and I have to do adult things now, LOL. (laughs) Nowadays, I get extremely bad anxiety from my college assignments. I'm a nursing student, so I have a lot of pressure put on me that I put on myself. And I'm working two jobs. I swear I'm not trying to get sympathy, just trying to explain why I need advice. No, absolutely. Absolutely. This is... This is great. But since I'm doing all those things and my anxiety is already bad enough nowadays, I just want to quit doing it, doing it all, which of course I actually don't because I have always wanted to be a nurse and one of my jobs I actually really do love. I just want to stop doing it all because I can't handle the pressure. So do you have any suggestions, advice at all? And of course, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Thank you so much. L. My heart goes out to you. It really does. And anyone who deals with, you know, anxiety, depression, anything like that, any sort of mental health issue, um, my heart goes out to you because it really sucks. Um, L, I deal. So I have an anxiety disorder um, that is called, it's called panic disorder. And um, I was diagnosed with this about two years ago. Um, I've always had some sort of anxiety Um, and I never actually had my first panic attack until I ate, uh, or until I took an edible for the first time. I had a pot brownie and, um, I didn't listen to anyone when they said, um, just take a bite because I'm stubborn and (laughs) I do whatever the fuck I want. And I ate the whole thing and I was high for 13 hours and it triggered awful panic attacks. So that was the first time I ever went. But then after that, I did not have one for a while until two years ago. Um, I started getting them out of nowhere. They, they were very abrupt. Um, no triggers, really, whatsoever. It just They just started happening, and they would happen everywhere. And it was really inhibiting me from doing things I loved. Um, I remember the uh, one time I had to go to the hospital. Well, I've been to the hospital multiple times before, but the first time I went to the hospital, I was playing drums with my band. We were practicing, and the second song in, all of a sudden, like, my my arms froze up. My heart was racing. I started sweating. My legs were frozen. So I literally, like, I could not play the drums. Like, 
and like I had to wave my hands to like stop the song. Like I'm just stop. Like and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, I, and then I can't talk. You know, I, I can't project what I'm feeling or what's going on. So finally, I mustered it up. Like I was like, I need to go to the hospital. So we got in the car. They took me to the hospital. Um, I'm convulsing on this hospital bed. Um, and you know, they're checking my vitals and everything. Blood pressure's through the fucking roof, obviously. Um, and they said, and they did an EKG on my heart cause I thought it was a heart attack. I was 22, I think 22 or 23 and uh, yeah, 22. So, um, you know, they were doing an EKG on my heart and they said, Hey, like you're okay. You're perfectly, your heart is in amazing condition. You're just having a panic attack. And I was like, Whoa, like this is crazy. Um, and that just kept happening you know I kept having to go to the emergency room I kept having to skip out on things with friends because I just couldn't I couldn't do it um and honestly I I really thought for a second there that my life was over where I thought I'm just gonna be in a hospital bed with hospital bracelets attached to my wrists for the rest of my life because this is horrible and I've always been very anti-medication because like, I don't, I don't enjoy pharmaceutical companies cause I've had people pretty close to me become addicted to pills and, you know, things happen, you know, you know, I'm not going to get too much into it, but <clears throat> it's, uh, so I've had quite a, uh, a gripe with pharmaceutical companies, but finally I got on Lexapro. Um, I started off on 10 milligrams, wasn't bad, you know, I was, I was like, okay, you know, still would have the panic attacks and my body's just like getting used to it. Um, then I got put on 20, now 20, <laughs> oh my God, the side effects of this shit were brutal, were brutal. So I'm a person that cares so much about everything and everyone. And when I got on Lexapro, one of the side effects was like just feeling like a complete zombie. I didn't care about anything or anyone I remember calling off work so much where I was like I just don't feel like going in today and I would just call off and be like hey not coming in don't, not feeling it and then with people like you know I just didn't give any attention to people um, and it was quite scary at first because I was like this is not who I am you know but it was just my body getting used to um, you know the serotonin reuptake um, another one of the side effects was a sexual side effect where I did not get an erection at all because I could not. I was just not in the mood. Like it, it just, the sexual side effects are brutal. But, you know, after that, I went back down to 10. And ever since then, you know, I've been in a great state mentally. Um, so I'm super thankful for my doctor, uh, Dr. Anthony Latanzio. Um, amazing guy. I, he's, he's been there for me. He was so empathetic with it. And he's like, you know, I know you don't want to take these, but like, just, I recommend it, try it out. And it was amazing. Um, I'm so thankful for him. Uh, Dr. Latanzio, thank you so much, um, for helping me get my life back on track. Um, and honestly, if you have to get on like an antidepressant or something like that, I recommend it. I really do. Uh, a couple years ago, I would not have, but today I recommend it, you know, take steps to taking your life back um that that would be one piece of advice the other piece of advice would to be to surround yourself with things 
and people you love. You know, if, if music is what you love, hone in on that. You know what I mean? Like listen to music often. Um, if you have, you know, friends in your life that you love dearly, surround yourself with friends all the time. Seriously, do it. Family members that you love, surround yourself. Just let that, let those good things just consume you. I know, I know you're so busy working two jobs. Um, you're going to school and all this stuff and paper. You know what? And honestly, if you have to take something off your plate, do it. I know finances are real tough right now, especially in the, in the middle of a global pandemic. And I know like relief has just run out for people who are unemployed and they're struggling to pass another stimulus bill. But honestly, I mean, I know financial struggles will just add to that. But if, if you have to remove something from your plate, do it. I recommend that. You know, I was working two jobs as well when I was, you know, um, going through all the, the horrible anxiety. So I had to take one of those off too. Um, if there are people in your life that add to the anxiety, cut them out. Cut them out, honestly. Um, I did that. You know, I was not in a great relationship. Um, and it was definitely adding to my anxiety when I was going through that. And then, honestly, thanks to Lexapro when I didn't give a shit. I hate breaking up. I hate, hate, hate hurting people's feelings. It's my least favorite thing. Um, and I will stay in things longer than I should because I'm just like, I, I just cannot stand hurting people's feelings. I don't want to be the reason that someone hurts. Um, it just doesn't sit right with me. But when I was on Lexapro, I didn't give a fuck. And I was like, see ya. <laughs> but, um, yeah. You know, I'm I'm so sorry you're dealing with this L. Like I, I genuinely am so sorry. Like I you you have all my support and um I'm I'm really, 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 really hoping that you overcome it. Um if you have to get in on on an antidepressant, do it. If you have to cut something out of your life, do it. If you have to cut people out of your life, do it. You know, just take care of yourself. It's not selfish. You know, some people might say, like, oh, what you're doing is like selfish, like blah blah blah, all this stuff. It's not. You need to put yourself first sometimes. It, it's it's super important. If you don't, you're going to lose yourself. And then before you know it, your life, you know, is over. And then what did you do? You know, you, you just, you didn't put yourself first. So, um, yeah, put yourself first. Um, let's see what else, what other advice, suggestions, um, exercise, exercise is wonderful. Um, it helps, you know, and that also, you know, is taking care of yourself. Um, oh, stand-up comedy. I don't know if you're into stand-up comedy, but it is so beautiful and euphoric to laugh. It really is. It feels so good, and it just kind of makes you forget about all the other shit going on. So, like, laugh. Put on things that make you laugh. If there are TikToks that make you laugh, watch them. If there are YouTube videos that make you laugh, watch them. If there are stand-up comedians that make you laugh, watch their stand-up specials on Netflix. It's, it's so important to laugh and smile. That is something I did a lot. Um, I, I, I put on, I watched so many stand-up specials just because I needed to laugh. Um, and if you're ever feeling like overwhelmed, I recommend putting on uh, Weightless Part 1. Excuse me. Weightless Part 1 by Marconi Union. It's a very ambient track of just these very tranquil sounds it's about eight minutes long put it on repeat and just lay there close your eyes meditate meditate there you go that's another thing you could do i meditated so much 
um, than I still do today every now and again. It's very important. Um, perhaps I'd like to do something in the future where I can read a script of like anxiety um, if, or for people that have anxiety where I can read things to you and in my voice because I know a lot of people say my voice is very soothing. So um, actually, you know what? Let me do that right now for you, L. if you're interested. I don't know if you are. Script to read for anxiety. So if you're not interested in this, you could just skip forward. I'm just going to read a little something for uh, L here. All right, here we go. Guided meditation for anxiety. Try to bring yourself to a place of stillness. Find a position you are comfortable in and begin to breathe deeply. As you breathe, I would like you to pay attention to what thoughts are coming up. Don't start thinking about them. Don't let yourself get caught up. Just notice them and continue to breathe. I want you to visualize these thoughts like fish in an ocean. Each thought is a tiny minnow. As you continue breathing, I would like you to zoom out a little and see the part of the ocean these minnows are in. Are they in the middle of the ocean or close to the shore? What is the water like? Are there waves or is the ocean still? What time is it outside? Not forgetting to breathe, I would like you to zoom out even further until you can see the entirety of the ocean, until you could trace its outline with a crayon. What shape is the ocean? And what do you see around it? Are these islands in the ocean? And what does it look like from afar? As you zoom out even further, I want you to bring your attention to the planet on which this ocean is. Is it Earth? Or perhaps some alien planet? What colors does it have? And how big is the ocean from here? And as you zoom out even further, I want you to imagine the galaxy of this planet. Is it big? Or is it small? Is it bright? Or is it dull? And what is its name? When you have the name of the galaxy on the tip of your tongue, I want you to open your eyes and breathe in and out one more time. Hey, I like that. <clears throat> that was for you, Al. And anyone else dealing with that. Um, you know... So thanks for listening to that. L, I'm really in your corner here, okay? I'm really sorry you deal with this. You know, I deal with it too, and I know millions of other people do. So you are not alone in this. Um, I know that's so, like, cliche to hear is like, oh, I know I'm not alone. But, like, you really aren't. It's really important to know that, like, you are you are part of something that's bigger than just you, I promise. Like, it's a, it's it's going to be okay. Um, you're going to be successful in life. I know, you, you know, you, I can tell you have a great work ethic working two jobs and going to school. I mean, that's... I mean, you're, you're going to kick ass. Okay. So I'm wishing you the best. Thank you for listening. And thank you for the uh, questions and advice. Um, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, and like I said, we're here for you. Okay. Okay. Ooh, here we go. So probably be the last one, but this one, I like this one. It says love language. <sighs> Cyan. 
I hope I pronounced that right. If I, if not, I'm sorry. Hey, Seth. My name's Cyan. I'm from Alberta, Canada. Ooh, neighbors up north. What's up? Figured I'd add that part so you know I have friends over here as well. <laughs> hope you're staying happy and healthy. Love your content. Anyway, this is my question. What is your love language? Have you done the test for it before? I love hearing about people's varieties because everyone's different. Thank you for what you do. I'm looking forward to more from you within everything you do, poetry, music, this podcast. Keeping, uh, Keep up the amazing work, love. Thank you very much. Much. Not much. <laughs> much. Let me take a drink and I'm going to get right to it. All right. Love language. Great question. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about this on here. So my number one is words of affirmation. That is my number one love language with, I like to call it as like a, like a, I like to look at it like college, like major and minor. Like my major is uh, words of affirmation and my minor is physical touch. Those are my top two. Words of affirmation is um, so important to me. I'm very, I don't know, I'm very adamant about relaying to you how I feel you know, and, and, you know, making sure you feel safe, comfortable, all these things, you know, and you can definitely, if you've ever listened to my aftercare ASMR on OnlyFans, um, I think that depicts my words of affirmation love language very well, because I, I talk about like otters and how, like how beautiful the person is and how special it is and all this stuff. And, you know, that's, that's really, truly how I am. Um, I'm huge on words of affirmation and physical touch is a big thing too, uh, which is why I don't think I'd thrive well in a long distance relationship, you know, because I gotta, I mean, the words of affirmation would be easy, like through the phone, you know, you could FaceTime and you, you know, but like physical touch, like I, I like to, I like when things are tangible. I like when I can give you sentiments and like bring you flowers or, you know, get your favorite drink from you know, a coffee shop or, or where, wherever. Like, I like, I love doing those things. I really enjoy that. Um, yeah, but words of affirmation, just, you know, letting someone know how much that person means to you is so important to me. You know, I've had people in the past, you know, be hurt from another person, you know, by them cheating on them or something. And then, you know, they come into our relationship with doubts and worries. Um, so, you know, just being very assuring there, like, hey, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not them. Like, I'm not going to cheat on you. Here's, you know, here's all these things. And so it's, it's super important. Um, so words of affirmation and physical touch are my two biggest love languages. Um, so, Cyan, thank you so much for that question. That is very cool. I'm glad I got to talk about that finally. I don't think I've mentioned that on here. Um, and with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, episode four, babies. <clears throat> episode four, honey dips in the books. Now I'm going to go watch some uh, football with my band. Well, some of my band, not the, not all of them, maybe like two or three of them. Um, yeah, some very exciting things on the horizon, guys. Uh, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for the love, to the support. Things are kind of like blowing up a little bit more now. It looks like, you know, things were kind of stagnant for a second. Now, you know, follower counts skyrocketing pretty quick. And, um, the response on Twitter, everything has been amazing. Like I said, follow me on Twitter if you want all that fun shit. 
Um, you know, keep up with me on here, on Instagram. Um, where else? OnlyFans. I don't know. Everywhere. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Like I said, I love you guys. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. Be safe, be well, be good to people, and I will see you next week.